Don't meet your heroes. Back in the pothole after a hefty day of riding. A good amount. Not too much, but, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, so we're, <sighs> what do we mean by don't meet your heroes? Now, here's the thing. Everyone's worried that your hero is going to disappoint you, that he's just not going to live up to the expectation. Exactly. You know, you've got a, you've got a, a picture in your head of what this encounter is going to be like and you come away sorely disappointed and then you go away feeling a touch more disillusioned than you went in, right? You're you're forever a little less innocent, a little less wonder. But sometimes... But sometimes, you mean even worse, he, even worse can he's, happen. He's fucking awesome. He's he's really cool. He wants to hang out with you and, and he even takes you out for a filet mignon. And he eats well but but you can't afford filet mignon he g- he gave you a little taste he let you know taste, what it's yeah. about but you can't afford that all the time and you, you can need- afford it once in a while yeah. and then you need to park companies remembering that good time but not getting to maintain that friendship yep and then you just wonder what could have been what could have been and and you can pick up that friendship whenever, whenever you see him. Whenever like, yeah, you, you, whenever you can, but you can't. But you can't. <sighs> so. Such is life. I, I am not a filet mignon guy. I am once in a while. Mignon. I, I am a Popeye's chicken. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, Popeye's. I, I'm a KFC chicken because it's available. And yeah. I, when, I, when I you're tasted filet mignon <laughs> today. Today. And then realize it's a pipe dream for the time being. For now, it's a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about when we say this? We we rode some great. Yeah. So today, I'm sure you guys have seen all the videos that we put on our Facebook page. And if you haven't, go check out Instagram, our Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Our Instagram page especially. Yes, that's where our videos are. And that's where the videos are. And your personal page actually has a lot of those on it too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, if you want to know what we were up to today, we were in Grand Prairie at Mighty Peace Harley-Davidson riding their test fleet of motorcycles. Yes. And God Damn it, there's some good motorcycles. I I miss the days of Harley Davidson not being that great. Yeah. Like you just let's just put it to rest. The days the days when you could look down your nose at Harley as being an overpriced, an overpriced shiny object that converts gasoline into noise without that pesky side effect of, of horsepower. The 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 rattle trap that'll leak a gallon of oil underneath your bike while it's while you're while you're at the bar. 
the you know it's out of oil because there's no longer any on the ground. Yep. The 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 thing that costs the most amount of money for the least amount that you get, those days are dead. Yes. Like those bikes were amazing pieces of machinery of engineering and fun. Oh, and and now because they were stock, we did not get the loud happy noises that go along with Harley Davidsons. But man, like the, those things just were, they were so good for the most part. For the most part. There were some that were yeah. a little underwhelming. We, we each, we each have an underwhelming one there yeah. and there's reasons for that. But for the most part, the bikes that we played with today were simply wonderful. Yes. Like, like the, just Harley has upped its game in the last several years to such a degree that I just, I can't think, I can't think of anything that, that I can say bad about it as far as the bikes themselves. Yeah. Um, let's go through it really quick. Which bikes did you ride today in order? Okay. I rode four bikes. We went on five trips. I rode one twice. Yes. Um, but I rode the Nightster S, which is a... 975 cc uh, liquid cooled little bike. I rode the Sportster S, which is the 12, the 1250, which was a huge bump in in power and presence. Uh, I rode the Lowrider ST, yeah. which was it was the Lowrider with the fixed fairing and the hard saddlebags, and I rode. The fat boy, and then back to the and then I went. Dress. I went back to the sports. I wanted to try the nightster again, yeah. But somebody who was much more, much closer to making a sale <laughs> wanted to take it, and I wasn't going to cock block a guy's sale. Yeah, so and, I let it. I let it go. And so, and I rode. I, I jumped right to the sports dress. I didn't have that forethought and thinking of. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, I, uh, we are just. I, I was going to name the bikes that I rode. Yeah, no, no, name your bikes. We'll oh, get, yeah, yeah. We'll get to I'm the forethought. I'm just saying you had forethought, and I was like, what do I want to ride? Well, he's hopping on that one. Well, I'm going to hop on the Sports Dress. We kind of showed up and kind of had to take what was available. Yeah. And that's what was available. So I took the Sports Dress, and then I went to the, um, what was that one called? The FLXR uh, LT. You went, you went to the Lowrider ST. The Lowrider ST. And then I went to the Road King. The bike that I've been looking forward to riding yeah. for years. You have been talking about a Road King for half a decade. Like that's been your yep. pinnacle bike. Yeah, that's been. And and, and you've uh, said as much on this podcast. Yes, I have. Because I, so I was married to an, and then I did a breakout and then a um, street bob. Yeah. It, they they uh, break out in a street bob. They're fine. But. I you were you were married to an idea of, I was, of this yes pinnacle experience on a road king so that's why the, and I know you were nervous to actually get on it yeah I was very scared because the lowrider was a really nice surprise because I'm like oh okay let me try this one out it looks interesting I've seen them around they look really cool and I'm like I wonder how this is actually going to feel for me and there I had no preconceived notion of what it should feel like. Where for some reason with the Road King, I had a pretty good idea what I think it should feel like. And then I, I kind of built it up in my head. I, I very much did. So after I finished the Lowrider, I was like, oh, this thing's amazing. 
I'm really worried that it's going to outrank how good the the Road King is. And so I hopped on the Road King. It was everything and more. It was like the new ones, especially because of the amount of power they're putting out. Yeah, the comfort, not because like Road King, like that's been a bike in the Harley's lineup for like I don't even know longer than some people listening to this podcast have been alive. Yes. So when you say a Road King, it could mean an Evo, it could mean a twin cam, it could mean a ninety-six inch engine, or like uh, different frames stuff like that, right? So like they're yeah. like they've used that moniker for a whole bunch of similar looking bikes, but bikes that perform differently. Yeah. But this current version of it yeah. is a wonderful motorcycle. Yes. And so I was very nervous going into it because I was like, oh, I kind of built this up in my head a lot. Is, it, is this going to kill it? Is this going to kill what I thought a Road King should feel like or look like or just handle? It was great. It was, it was, I, I think I lowered it enough in my head that I'm like, okay, it's not going to jerk me off while I'm riding. <laughs> like, it's, I don't expect that, <laughs> but I hope that it's going to handle the way I suspect it will. And it did. It felt good. It felt great. The power was fine. The, the, the it was smooth. Fine. The power was fine. You're such a simple. Well, that's the thing. I'm not, lo- <laughs> I wasn't looking for OP. I wasn't, I, I, it wasn't more than I could handle, yeah. but at the same time, uh, it, it was, it was good. It wasn't, it didn't scare me, mm-hmm. but it might scare some people because we've been riding a little while. And yeah. I mean, we're, we're seasoned, we're seasoned riders. We've ridden lots of different kinds of bikes. Like there was a time when you were very careful about hopping onto motorcycles that weren't yours because oh, you yeah. weren't sure what you were going to be able to handle for weight, for power, for yeah. confidence like in the corners and stuff like that, right? But I mean, like you are, you're an amazing rider. I, tr- I, I like, fucking try. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the that's point. The thing. That's I am the trying. Point. <laughs> that's the point. If you try, you can do pretty good. Yeah. Right? Well, some people, like, they, they try and they're not, where I, yeah. I am trying to be the best rider and I'm riding at half my capacity right now. It's fucking frustrating, which is why <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, so, yes, I got to ride that and the between the thing is it was a bit of a toss up between the low rider and the uh, road king for what I would get. What would I get given the opportunity? I love the road mm-hmm. king. I do. Well, maybe we'll save that for the wrap up. We'll save we'll save our pick of the day for after we're done our yeah. our, our stuff. But All right. Let's, let's chew the fat a little bit more. Let's All right. st- let's start with the start of our day. All right. Start of the day <laughs> we almost didn't get to go. Honestly, up yeah, until last this, night. We... Up, up until the very last minute, we didn't know if we were going to do this. We yeah. had this idea in our head of going to the demo days and making a day of it for content. Yeah. And that was very attractive. But neither of us were sold on our ability to go. Yeah. Because it's Father's Day weekend, which inevitably means the family is looking for your time. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get Father's Day to yourself, Dad. Yeah, that's, let's, that, let's be that, serious here. That's how much. <laughs> that's that is exactly what it means to be a father. Even the day that it's made to celebrate you is about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, plus you know, just like money being a little bit tight. Yeah, and like for me, like I probably shouldn't have gone today, probably. but luckily enough, even though my time frame didn't get any better. Yep. It's just simply the floor that I had to drywall, like mud coat, was 
too wet. <laughs> like there wasn't a chance in hell I would be able to code it just today. Just walking anyway. around spraying it with so, water bottle. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have had a, a I would have had a couple hours of frustrated work before I wound up kicking the can and calling it a day anyway because I wouldn't yep. be able to do anything. So I was like, why have a frustrating day where I don't get anything done at work when I'm at work? Yeah, and go ride motorcycles. Like that that's what saved my bacon was knowing that I couldn't work today couldn't yeah. you couldn't have a good productive day Unfor- you could have a half productive day unfortunately that means tomorrow i need to go put in five hours <laughs> on father's day yeah because i literally have a time crunch before i go on vacation next week oh yeah so i, I it's not one of those like ah, push it back a day yeah that's not a that's not a that's not an thing. option so i wasn't going until i realized i can't do this yeah. Like I can't work today. So yeah, it's not going to be worth apparently it. I have to go to Grand Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my wife, um, she loves road trips. She does. She is a sucker for a road trip. So if ever given the opportunity to go, she wants to go too. And so if I'm gonna go somewhere, well that just makes it so now we're not I'm not just going. We need to get a sitter. We need to make sure that they're good all day. We got to think of time. We got to think of food. We got to think, and just all this stuff. And when it came to push comes to shove, she's like, I got a cold. And I'm like, oh, darn. So we're not going to have a good day anyways. It's just not going to work out. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're going to, you're not going to eat much. Yeah. Have at her. Just, just go have fun. And I'm like, okay. All right, cool. Like she knows we're gonna yeah. ride there, do a bunch of riding. She would. The thing is, she wouldn't want to come on every single. We went on every single ride that we yeah. could. We from, took no breaks from the time that we got there. We signed up for every for every slot. Like if you haven't, here's a good thing. We'll describe what Harley demo days is like. Yeah. So if you are, if you see a Harley demo days coming to town near you, to a dealership near you, and you want to go try it out, you're like, I don't know what it's all about. Here. Here's what it is. Yeah. Um, a truck from, you know, Harley corporate, basically. For this the, one, Ontario. Yeah. For this one, Ontario, even though we live in BC and this is in Alberta. But a truck from Harley corporate has a test fleet of bikes, of the bikes that they want to showcase for the year. And they haul it to dealership near you. And so you go there and they have the bikes lined up and they go for group runs. And... You go to the people that are, you know, signing the waivers and making sure that you have a license, et cetera, and they'll ask you what bikes you want to ride, and you tell them what bikes you want to ride, and they'll show you what time slots are available for them to go, right? Because mm-hmm. each ride is about a half hour, you know, roughly. Yeah, about yeah. under a half hour, yeah. but yeah. So it's about, about 15 a, to 20 yeah, minutes. About a half hour, and there's about, about a 15-minute break in between each to get you know, off the bikes, fuel up, whatever needs to be fueled up and people get back on the next ones and you go again. Yeah. So you have a time slot that you can go for and you can leave and come back for your time slot. Like if you're like, oh, I signed up and my time slot was for three hours from now. That's when I get to ride the bike I want to. Then you go do your thing and come back for it. Yeah. So we got there and we were there early enough that we could sign up for every single ride for the rest of the day Yeah, <laughs> with the bikes that we wanted to. Yeah. Well, even then, sometimes we're like, well, I just want to go on a ride. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the it, last, like, the last what, one what was bonus. What have I not ridden yet that I really want to ride or that I could ride if I gave it the opportunity? That's why I went with the street bob for the last one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, 
let me try this one because I've seen them around. They look pretty cool. It's a naked little bike that's yeah. got a 114 in it. So yeah, so that so that's how it goes. If you want to go to one, bring safe like bring riding gear, and helmet, and eye protection. Yeah, is basically what they're. I mean, and full, and full on, honestly, a full face helmet yeah. is a good idea. <laughs> I mean, just any like any it, helmet will they're, be fine. They're looking for a helmet. They're looking for you to have yes eye protection and to wear full pants basically, mm. and you know. Not sandals. Yeah, not shorts, not sandals. But like, key is having a full motorcycle license. Yeah, a learner will a learner's license will not cut it. Nope. Unless and, unless and a trucker's license won't unless, do it either. Unless they're doing their job, but you can't go there with normal license or a learner's and expect to ride their bikes. Yeah. So if you want to do this, get your license. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. It opens up so many more doors for you. Yeah. Honda Honda does the same thing. Honda will not allow somebody, when they did demo days, they wouldn't allow people to ride their motorcycles without a motorcycle license. Yeah. And so that's what it's like. And, you know, in between rides, you BS with people, you talk about what's going on for the bikes, you hop into the dealership and take a look at stuff. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a really, it's a good day. Like, I love that Harley dealerships still do this sort of thing because a lot of dealerships don't anymore. No. A lot of dealerships and a lot of companies don't do this kind of thing anymore. And they don't Harley see, they, still they see does. They a waste of money. They're like, why would we have all this set up to hopefully get some, because it might not get enough sales yeah. to offset it. Well, I, I guarantee at least two bikes went off the showroom floor today to sales. Yeah. I know of one personally, and I think there was another one that was in the works. And our friend probably picked one up too. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Johnny picked one up. Yeah, he went there looking for a bike for Bob around town and for his wife to get. Yeah, for Tabitha to get, and uh, and when he hopped off that bike, he was loving it. Yeah, and if he loves it, she's short. It'll mm-hmm. it'll do fine for her. It's perfect for her. I wish I got to ride that bike. I wanted to try it. I was like, should look it. And then when you signed up for it before me, but even then they would have asked, "Hey, Mike, can you not do that?" And I would have done the yeah. same thing. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's it's John, of course." Mm-hmm. So, which I would have got to miss out on, but I would have hopped on something else. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was our day. It was a, it was a really good day. We wanted to make content. We wanted to ride, we wanted to ride some bikes and see what's out there. But I, I was just, I was, I wasn't ready for the quantum leap ahead that Harley has become. Oh, for, for quality. Yeah. Like case. Okay. So case in point, like I've, I've ridden the Milwaukee eight a couple different times. In, yeah, you've ridden the Pan America. Yeah. Uh, I've ridden the Pan America. I mean, and so I kind of knew, I knew, I knew what that engine would be, would be about after riding the Pan America, which is their, their adventure bike. Yeah. But I've ridden a plenty of Milwaukee eights, um, both in the, in the 107 and then the, and then a hopped up like, like Bam's bike. Oh yeah. Like that's like a 125 or something. Cause it's got yeah. like a big bore kit in it. Yep. So I knew what those are, what those were like. Like I've ridden two different like road glides with the Milwaukee 8. So I had an idea what that engine's about. So I wanted to go try some of the other things that wasn't a boat. Yeah. Right. Like, cause I know what those are about. Yeah. Not a suit, not a super bike, like the, the fleet, like, oh, this is just, everyone's got a road glide. Yeah. Everyone's got a road glide. And, and I, and I've ridden them. I love them. They're amazing motorcycles. I didn't even look at them. Yeah. I didn't but I, even look at them today. I, yeah. Cause I, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I've ridden Bam's bike. I've ridden Sasquatch's bike. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've ridden uh street glide in the last demo days we did two years ago with the 107 Milwaukee eight in it. Like, so I know what that whole thing is about and what those things feel like. Yeah. I wanted to try the sporty bikes. Yeah. So I did. And I tell you, man, I, I just, I wasn't fucking ready. You thought I, you were ready. I thought I was ready. I wasn't ready. Yeah. 
they 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 were amazing. Um, I had a method to my madness today. Yeah. Going to this, I decided that like I wanted to try the bikes that were similar in size to the bike I currently am riding. Like this year, my bike is the Intruder fourteen hundred. Yeah. And I tell you, I love that motorcycle. It's got a near and dear place in my heart, and I feel you like bought it, it twice. I, uh, yeah, literally a bike I've bought twice. I bought a 92 version and an, an 05. There's nothing different about them other mm-hmm. than the fact that this one is actually a little less in fit and finish than the old one was. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, that's a fantastic motorcycle for what it is as a bike that was designed in 1986. <laughs> right? <laughs> they have made their money on that bike. They made their money on R&D in that thing, I tell you what. But yeah. that thing was designed to suck the paint off of Evos, of 80-inch yeah. Evos. Yeah. And I'm sure it, and it, I'm sure it did just that. Yeah. But man, what a quantum leap ahead. My other bike is the Valkyrie. It's a bike Flat that was six. designed in the mid-90s. Uh, by Honda, it's a stripped down gold wing and mine is a supercharger fitted to it. So that is a powerful motorcycle. Even compared to the things today, that is a legitimately like pound for pound monster. Yeah. But even that felt like a dinosaur. Yeah. Compared to these bikes. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like I've ridden, I've ridden like brand new road glides. I've ridden... Ultra classics. I've ridden like all these huge displacement. I've like uh, yeah. the Yamaha Eluder, the Yamaha Raider, these big 1900 cc engines, stuff like that. Every single one of them feels dated compared to my mid 90s Valkyrie, even though they're bikes that are like maybe six years old now. Yeah, the bikes that I rode today were fucking mind boggling. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, like I said, I wanted to try bikes that were similar to the size of the one I'm doing today. So those, the first two were the the Nightster. Well, like I said, the, it's a 975 cc engine to replace the 883. Yeah, to replace yeah to replace the 883. And I tell you, those bikes have nothing in common other than the name. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. The stir at the end of it is where it ends. Yeah. So that that bike was, that bike there, so that is a solid 400cc smaller than my current motorcycle. And it makes my Valkyrie seem slow yeah. at times. Yeah. Like, like a dinosaur. Like a dinosaur. I couldn't believe how quick it was for what it was. Yeah. It, it, that's a wonderful motorcycle. And that, that tiny little, the, talk about the windshield, because that was something that really, really, really surprised me. Oh, yeah. You. So that, the one, the big thing that stood out to me on that one, apart from, apart from that engine being an amazing piece of engineering and it being super fast and braking good, performing, like, as a rider wanting to ride aggressively, I, I, I was absolutely shocked by it. But one of the, the little detail that I noticed is it's got a little cowl on it, basically a bezel <laughs> over the headlight that has a little vent in it. It doesn't it doesn't even clear the risers as far as size. But that thing produced one of the most comfortable slipstreams of of air to ride in that I've ever been in. It it basically like I held my hand out in front of me at arm's length while we were going 120 kilometers an hour 
and I kept lifting my hand to feel when the wind blast was going to hit me. And this bike looks completely naked. Yeah. Other there's, like, there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. It's not a windshield. It is literally just a little shaped piece of plastic over the headlight that doesn't even clear the risers of the bike. Yeah. The wind blast did not hit me until my hand was over my head. And then I could feel it like a can riding just like straight naked. Yeah. The, that that little fairing over that headlight bezel. It's not even a fairing. It's a bezel is an amazing piece of engineering that in and of itself made that bike so comfortable to ride. I tell you, if you, if I would just to, if I were to put a sissy bar on it and raise the handlebars by about three inches, that would be the perfect motorcycle for me and my personal riding style. Yeah. It would be perfect. I I could not believe how fucking good that bike was. The Nightster. Cheapest bike in the lot. Hands down, biggest surprise, and probably my favorite. Apart from maybe the low rider. Apart from the low rider, that w- that was one that I I knew I knew you were gonna <laughs> love it. I did, but I think you knew you were gonna love it too. Oh yeah, like that one was not a surprise to me. I knew when I hopped on that thing, I was gonna love it because like, it's got the biggest stock. It's the biggest stock Harley engine. Like they make an aftermarket Bolton one thirty one engine. Yeah. But this was the 117. Like, this the biggest that you come off the showroom floor with. And so I, I knew it was going to be powerful, although different. Like, definitely different than than the low ri- or than, than the Nightster. I would even say less powerful than the Nightster. I, yeah, I, I, I but, po- uh, possibly. But it's got, like, that classic Harley feel. Like, after riding the Nightster and the Sports Dress, both with that liquid cool Revolution engine in it and getting onto the Lowrider with the Milwaukee 8, I was like, oh, this is Harley power. Like, I don't that, mean that's I what don't, you were expecting. I don't mean that in a degrading way, right? But it's that, that sensation of the pulsation. Yeah. The low-end torque just... Oh, like just moving like the ocean tide yeah, and like all that, like it was, it felt like a warm bowl of chicken soup, like familiar, like a blanket over you. Like, yeah. oh, this is, this is nice. Like, this is the kind of thing that you could hop on. I, I could be here forever. I could be on this forever. It's familiar, but still deceptively fast. That yeah. thing is a deceptively fast motorcycle and the setup on it between that, that fixed fairing that cuts the wind blast off you and the the T-bars on it, because it comes with stock T-bars. They're not terribly tall, but they're still T-bars. So they're, they're, yeah. they're meant to be aggressive for pushing it around. Yeah. And the controls, the mid controls, which weren't just mid, they were also high. Yeah. Like my, my knees almost always sit below my waist on a motorcycle. On this one, my knees were almost above my waist. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, and they were on me. <laughs> yeah, and you have long legs. Like, yeah. for me, it was perfect. But that it, that thing, like... So when you're, when you're riding a bike aggressively through corners, having feet forward is not super advantageous for your handling because no. you can't... You can't quickly, nimbly adjust your body position. On this yeah. one, you were in... The, the body position felt like you were... It felt like you were crouched and ready to jump on something, but in a comfortable way. <laughs> like yeah. It's so you were in that position to ride that motorcycle in a super aggressive, 
physical way. It's a very opportunistic bike. Like it just, yeah. it's and ready for It's you. ready for action and it made me want to do really illegal things. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you, that is why you see on Instagram all these people riding them like crazy yep. people is because it's designed for that. Yeah, so it really it, that's that's my like first impression of that. It was chicken soup after after the highly aggressive liquid cooled engines getting back onto that air cool. It was it was comfortable, like I know Harley Power is, but in a way that is really aggressive and taut and like like it's it's the best of both worlds between comfort of touring. And a bike made to perform. We did skip the sports dress, though. Yeah, we'll come back to that. But, but I know, but you went right from we, we <laughs> went right from the 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 the, the nightster to the the, yeah. the the low rider. Okay, all right. We'll we'll get back to the sports dress. Okay, all right. I just I want to make sure we get back to it because yeah. that was one that surprised me a little yeah. bit. So yeah, like talk. Let's have what was your opinion of the low rider S? Okay, the low rider uh, LT. Uh, the, the XLRS uh, LT. Okay, I don't, Harley it, it Alphabet was, Soup. I know. <laughs> just call it so, the Lowrider. <laughs> we'll just call it the Lowrider. The Lowrider. I I didn't know what to expect. Uh, again, I would go lower controls, like forward controls, because yeah. I don't like being crushed into a ball. I I realized that I could do a lot of things, but I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking about highway, the long. I'm pegs. thinking a high. Yeah. That, think it, that would be my thing. I'd be like highway pegs for cruising. Just that T bar that goes across the front. Yeah, the T bar aggressive. that goes across the front, and then keep your keep your your rear brake and your shifter there for when you're in the twisties and you want to like pop between gears, pop pop pop, and then yeah, that and that's, that's, that's how I would do it. That, yeah, yeah, I like I like options too. So, uh, but yeah, uh, other than the legs just feeling they were a little bit too tall, it was great. Mm-hmm. I throwing T bars on that thing, like something a little more aggressive, like what everyone does to them. I don't something about stock pipes and stock bars is a complete waste of time. They they should come with options and be like, okay, which bars do you want? They're all the same price mm-hmm. because you're paying for bars that you're going to throw out. Make it so you have options. Say that which would, bars that would do you? Be, wouldn't Harley, that be great, Harley? If you're listening, that would be amazing for us as the as the consumer. To have these options ready to throw on a bike, maybe you pay not for not them. add-ons, not like not oh, add-ons. I'm going to be bu- like, buying new ones. No, yeah, you which know, you bars? know what the guys want. Which bars do you want? All right, here you go, and you know, maybe you pay for the shop time. Yes, but to swap them, sure, but not pay for the the parts. Yeah, would be really amazing because nobody you're... wants stock bars, nobody wants stock pipes, and if they do, fine, yeah. let them have it. So to that point. The bars were a little low for oh, you. A little low. Yeah, I, I would have gone a little bit higher, uh, but stylistically felt really, really good. And it yeah. was unique enough. There was things about it that I, I was worried the fairing wasn't going to do anything at all. And when we were hitting that heavy headwinds as we're coming in uh, or going towards the highway uh, from... Oh, yeah, that's a detail we didn't talk about. Today was... Windy AF. Windy AF. Windy like, as balls. Fucking like, stupid. When we came into town, <laughs> like... At when the wind at your back, fine. But when we came into Grand Prairie, there was stretches of highway where we were riding at like 30 degrees <laughs> like yeah. to we, the side just to keep our bike going straight. Like you yes. had to lean into it. That it was horrible. That was the wind we were dealing with today. And that sucked for the road trip aspect, but I'm really glad it was there for the riding because it actually gave you another element of nature to, to compare against. Yes. To and see what things were like. I didn't feel like the fairing did that much on a headwind. 
I was still getting a lot of buffeting on that 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 fairing that there that was on the low rider. A lot of buffeting on the headwind. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, this is this is a factor. It it comes in, and I wasn't wearing my face shield either, so I was wearing my open face three quarter helmet, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish I had the face shield for the whole time. But again, I like having things to compare to. Of course, I rode. I should have wore my full face when I rode the sports dress. It, that one surprised me quite a bit. But at the same time, say Levy, what am I going to do? Yeah. It was great. It was such a, I, I love, it was so good. The lowrider was so good that it almost displaced Harley, the road king, off its pedestal. Like, I'm like, which one would I which one get? You, yeah, you were, you were really debating between the two after you got off of your hero bike. Yeah, after I got my hero bike, I'm like, it's still great. It is great. I'm not, I'm not trying to take yeah. away from it. But it's just that Lowrider S was such a pleasant surprise for what a bike could be. Like, mm-hmm. when I was on it, I was like, oh, I could ride this across the country and be comfortable every second of the way. Like, I mean... I'll make a bold statement. Yeah. Go. It, it, it is the new Dyna, bro. The, oh, yeah. It has 100%. displaced the <clears throat> Dyna. Like, if you love the Dyna, you will love this bike. It's mm-hmm. done. Like, the Dyna is dead to me. <laughs> like, well, I mean, given the opportunity, I get one. I mean, li- literally, the Dyna is dead. They it don't is. make it anymore. But I've always told people, like, oh, if you're going to get a bike, get a Dyna. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll do everything. This one no, displaces these, that. These like, new, this, these this new soft over. tails take over the Dyna. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, the new soft tails are, are wonderfully designed. Um, but, yeah, as far as that, that fairing went, like, to me, it was the perfect... It was the perfect blend between what I like, which is stripped down sporty bikes. Yeah. And what I need, which is a long, which is a long distance tourer. Yes. And that's one of the things I loved about like, it. It was aggressive while simultaneously having the capabilities of a touring bike. Yeah. Cause like I hate, I hate riding ultra classics. I hate riding street glides. I don't like those big bat wing fairings. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, I just, they, they had their season for me, and I'm dead, yeah, dead I've, now. <laughs> I've, 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 I've literally owned an Electroglide, and it was fine, I guess, for what it was, but I didn't like it. It wasn't me. No. Yeah, the, and, the, the black Electroglide, like, everybody yeah. had at the time. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then I've ridden several different road glides. One, I took on two different road trips, like, that were... 3000 kilometer round trips minimum. Yeah. And that was amazing. Like I loved the, I loved the look. I like the look of road glides, like that shark nose. Yeah. Uh, the, it's the aggressive. Big, the big bags. I like the way they handle the, the, the steering is deceptively light, but they're still huge, heavy motorcycles. Yeah. And even though you can make them handle deceptively well, it still was always one of those things where I'm like, do I really want that big land barge? And to me, the Sportster S 100% so is the... You mean the, the, the Lowrider low S? Yeah, sorry. The Lowrider S is 100% the sweet spot between my preferred bike, which is stripped down naked sporty motorcycle and road glide. It's it's the perfect medium. Yeah. Because like, I feel the wind in my face. And not the case. So 
You said buffeting. I don't know what you mean when you say buffeting. Uh, just, just lots of, a lot of, yeah. a lot of action, a lot of wind. Yeah, just a lots lot, coming through. A lot but of it wind. Was, it was clean. It was clean. It wasn't. It wasn't exactly. So it wasn't when, rattling when I me. when I say when I say buffeting, I mean rattling wind. Yeah, no. Like it, clean air is something I can deal with because I ride no windshield almost, the, almost like ninety five percent of the time I ride no windshield. Yeah. So clean air is not a problem for me, even heavy pressure. Yeah. But buffeting. That pisses me off. Having my helmet shake around, yeah. feeling feeling my clothes rattle, and like having that dirty air sucks. Yeah. There was not a lick of dirty air with that with low rider ass. I think part of the problem was that I didn't have my face shield yet. I went from riding two and a half hours on sports arrest without a face shield, which I stupid because it has no windshield, and then onto that bike again, no face shield, yeah. thinking that. Oh, it's got a fairing. It'll it'll give me clean, and I was ready for clean, and, or ready ready for ready for ready, the pocket, the right? pocket. Yes, yeah, because like when you good. ride a street glide or a road glide or an electric glide, you're you got you, you can damn near light a cigarette in that. In fact, a lot of people do, <laughs> yep. and not with like, and with like a bic, <laughs> right? Yeah, they got like, a lighter. It's, uh, you you could take a bic with a lighter, light a cigarette, and smoke it because you have a like fairing all around you, giant windshield. Yeah, this isn't the this pocket. isn't that the the fairing on the low rider S is very. Packed. Yeah. You know, and it takes all the pressure off your body, but leaves you feeling like you're riding a motorcycle and aren't in a car. Yeah. That's my problem. Like with, with Dale's bike, Clicks's bike. Yes. It feels like you're riding a two-wheeled automobile. With a shitty stereo. Not a stereo. motorcycle. With a shitty stereo. I'm sorry, but no, it's really hard to have a good stereo. Yeah. And I wish I would have played with the stereo on these bikes, but at the same time, you're We still... didn't have time. No, there we was no time. time. But they, that one did have a stereo. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play with it, yep. but at the same time. So when we were at the Bike Blessing a month ago, um, one of the guys from Saskatchewan that came up for it had a yep. little rider S. Yep. For a bit, he was bumping a stereo in that thing. The same stereo as what we had there. And it sounded amazing. And I was on a bike two bikes back from him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was like those little speakers. Yeah. They thumped, man. That's good. Like they were really, really good. All right. Surprisingly. So sports dress... With nothing but low simping. Rider, low rider. Oh, sorry, low low rider S T. Nothing but simping for that thing. That seventeen yep. that seventeen hundred engine in there has a great blend of torque and horsepower. If you buy it, you will not be disappointed. No, you won't. No, unless you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Bold statement. I know this, but <laughs> you will love that motorcycle. And if, if you, you don't, it. you can just give it to us, and we will love it for yeah. you. Unless you're, yeah, it's. I'm sorry, but there's nothing that will make you happy. And it, unless, you will what die you, alone. unless what you want is a land barge. Yeah. If you want a land barge, get a land barge, which yeah. is fine. But, but if, if me, you want something aggressive, if you want best of both worlds, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we, uh, we went from Nightster to Lowrider ST. We talked a bit about your hero bike. Let's go back to the Sportster S. Yes. The 1250. The 1250 Revolution Max engine. Um, this is the bike that they, this is the engine that they have in their Pan America, their adventure bike, but it's retuned from 150 plus horsepower to 120, Yeah. but more torque. And I don't know if I would ever want that extra horsepower because I don't think I could access it. No, not with something that's stripped down. That bike was insane. Yeah. It was stripped to nothing. This is, okay, the the 50 pounds or uh, 50 f- uh, horsepower that you gain 
is lost in weight when it comes to the Pan America. There's just so much more going on to there. It mm-hmm. needs that extra horsepower. Yeah. Especially if you're going to be hauling equipment, if you're going to be doing yeah. uh, like long range. Long trips. But you need that extra horsepower to, yeah. to get that extra mileage too. Because the, the more you run it at a steady pace, you're going to get better fuel mileage with that extra horsepower. Mm-hmm. Detuning it to give it the lower end torque, which it it doesn't need 100. It doesn't need 120 horsepower. No, it doesn't. But and I'm damn so it, glad it's it so does. fun. <laughs> it's one of those. It's, yeah, it's one of those bikes where it's like nobody needs this. Nobody needs this. I want I, to. I was breaking. I was breaking highway speed limits in first gear on a Harley Cruiser. A Harley. Like that's the kind of on thing. A Harley. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that Jixa Bros. When, once they take the penis out of their mouth, <laughs> brag about. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They're like, they're I like, can break the free speed limit in first gear. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah. So you take the speed the the cock out of your mouth. And then you bash Harley for for being, you know, like Primitive oil, and oil <laughs> leaking tractors, and then talk about how you can do, you know, uh, you know, 120 in first gear. Yeah, the Sportster S does that, but it does it while looking cool. Yeah, and not <laughs> sounding like shit, like zing. <laughs> right. Sorry, it, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. So I mean, the 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 days of that argument are just done. Like yeah. that that thing was brutally fast. You don't need more horsepower than it. All right. There was a couple things that surprised me about it. One, uh, most sport bikes that I've ridden, it was just only a few, and but they, they feel very top heavy. Like mm-hmm. all the all the weight is on the very top of it and you're not in the bike, you're, you're on, on the it. bike. Yeah, you're, you're perched on it. And you feel it. like you're on top of it. This one, you were on top. But the weight was so well distributed. Yeah. The weight was down low. Your feet were forward. I was surprised how forward I they were. That. Right? That, like it was You know me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like the bars were really low though. Like I would either do bars the way they are in mid controls or f- feet where they are in higher bars. Yeah. If I was to nitpick on it. Yeah. That's what I would change. But I was surprised how I, I, okay, I got a bro who kind of hates them. Uh, and he, he flipped me the bird because he saw me get on it, and he was like, it actually suits you. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think it would. I really didn't. I, yeah. I wasn't wearing the right boots. I wasn't wearing the right shoes. I'm not, I am the stereotypical. Cruiser rider, right? Cru- no, no, I'm not. But looking, I'm a sport bike rider looking character because I'm skinny, I'm kind of tall, oh, a little okay. dumber looking. Yeah. And, and it just doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right to me because I love cruisers. Mm-hmm. But this bike was good. I was worried about the seat. We sat in the so- showroom one. Oh yeah, Fucking in the sh- in brick. the showroom, the seat on that bike was a brick. It, it's about an inch and a half of foam on a flat pan. And when you sat on the foam, it was it felt like you were on a brick. It didn't sink at all. Yeah. The one the one that had like I, th- I looked at the odometer and had about a thousand kilometers on it. Yeah. But even after the thousand kilometers, that seat had softened into something oh, yeah. that was actually very bearable. Mm. I was really surprised how comfy I was on that bike. I was worried once I once I hopped on the one in the showroom. I already signed up. Yeah. I, I was going to be riding the Sports Arrest. So the only thing I could do is just say no. Yeah. yeah I'm I, not going to say no. I I, I thought that it was going to be super. I thought it was going to be painful to ride. Yeah. I, th- I was like, I knew the engine was going to be fun because I knew roughly what the horsepower torque numbers were. Well, you so knew I'm it like, was doing it in the Pan America and whatever it can do in the Pan America is going to do, do better. It can do that, yeah. Yeah. So like I knew the engine and the power and all that stuff was going to be fun. 
I thought though by the end of the ride, I was I would be like, I can't wait to get off this thing and onto a soft bike. Yeah, like that, and and I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I I was so shocked. Like, okay, that thing only has two inches of rear suspension travel. Yes, that's it. And I weighed two hundred and sixty five pounds. Yeah, but. That's that rear suspension didn't bother me at all. The bike felt so composed, and it handled bumps in, and this is northern Alberta. Uh, <laughs> like, Alberta. Right? Al- <laughs> this is northern fucking Alberta. Roads the are highways shit. are notoriously bad, and yep. we went down the same ones we go down all the time in our normal bikes and complain about. Yep. And it felt great. Yep. It felt great. I I was so shocked for the, for those two inches. For it to feel that good is nothing short of voodoo. Yeah. It was, Not it engineering. Been... There's literally somebody sacrificing <laughs> chickens to sports <laughs> gods. Yes. So, uh, yeah, nimble, not top heavy, uh, actually surprisingly comfortable. Yeah. I, again, same thing with again, the bars. And that bike looks so cool. Like It, it does. It, 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 looks not, it doesn't look like Harley. It's no. the least Harley Harley ever har- Harleyed. <laughs> it, it is. And like to me, it's... It's a, it looks like a burlier Ducati monster. Yeah. Like it's a Ducati monster with a Harley badge on it, but just made more beefy, made thicker, made more, uh, it looks like a bulldog rather than a greyhound, but it runs like a greyhound. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. And it's amazing motorcycle. And I would a hundred percent have that in my stable. That that really does bring me to the point where everyone just kind of needs you need m- more than one bike. Yeah. If 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 given the opportunity and you can, you got the financial backing. So yeah. I know. Previously, I wouldn't I, buy it though. Yeah. End of, end of the day, I wouldn't buy it for that, me. For me, it's totally in the conversation for me. Yeah, I yeah. I believe that, but I think you I think you fit the Nightster far better. Stylistically, just the look, your build, it was more, every, every, it was more comfortable else. on the Nightster. Yeah. Um, I'm so t- on, if I had stupid money, yeah, I'd get one. Yeah. So on, on the Sportster, like that bike is fully naked. There's no, there's no, uh, no cowl, no windshield, no fairing. There's nothing on it that is at all about blocking wind. And I didn't mind it. Yeah. Like in, in all honesty, like it's, I was really surprised. I thought, cause like I was making a big deal about how nice the slipstream was yes. on the Nightster. Which and is I why was, I thought that, I thought that, I thought it was going to bother you, the amount of wind that you mm-hmm. were going to hit on that one. But it didn't. Uh, for whatever reason, in that clean natural air that you get from going through atmosphere without something in front of you, but that's one of the things where I think the handlebar position worked in its favor. Like being leaned a bit forward, it just set, it set my body against the wind in such a way where the wind just didn't, it just didn't bother me. It yeah. didn't feel, it didn't feel like I was holding on to the bike or like stretching or like a, like the wind was trying to yank me off or anything like that. Yeah. Like I could live with that as is. I would still probably put... A, a type of windshield. I, I've looked online and saw some decent-ish windshields to put on it. Yeah. For a long trip, I would put one of those on. But for what it is, it felt better than my either of my other bikes riding without windshields. Hmm. So they, there's something, there's a method to the madness with the position there too, with the body position. Okay. So that's my impression on that is 
I was less like the the Nightster surprised me. Yeah, the Sportster was exactly what I expected, but just better than what I expected. Right, I thought it would be fun but uncomfortable. It was fun and comfortable for what it was. Yeah, that'd and be and my. Then I, I did. I liked it. <clears throat> I, I will say I liked it. But would I would I buy one? Only if I had stupid money. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is one day, one day I pray. Okay. So you what's your best guess to what that bike costs? I that's the thing I kind of know. It's closer to nineteen thousand. Uh, yeah, it was twenty. Twenty. That's right. Twenty. Yeah, it was twenty. So that is that is uh, a whole lot of bike. A whole lot of bike for one. Of, it's it's one of the cheapest bikes on on the showroom floor. Yeah. Like that's that's absolutely insane. Yeah. It's, it's it, a it, full, uh, it's a how, full $9,000 cheaper than a, than a Ducati X Diavel. How, how did you describe it? There was a girl there that was very disappointed that they took out the sports. The sports <laughs> oh, was no longer that a was, thing. Okay. That was hilarious. So we're sitting there talking with bikes and this girl, the random girl walks up and she's like, how did you like that bike? I'm like, oh man, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. But like, I was, I was like. I, I love everything about it, but man, it is not the fire breathing beast that that Sportster is. And she's like, oh, I love Sportsters. I've got a Sportster too. It's like five years old. I ride it everywhere. It's 1200. I'm like, what's that one? 1200. She's like, ah, Sportsters are great. I'm like, no, you don't understand. This isn't, this isn't a Sportster. Like this thing is faster by an order of magnitude than any other bike on this lot. She's like, no, that's like, that's not what sportsters are. Sportsters are girl bikes. I'm like, lady, they discontinued the sportster you're thinking of. It's like, what, what? Like the sportster you have that you're talking about, the, yeah. the Evo, the 1200 Evo, the 883, they're discontinued. They're done. They're, they're not making them anymore. She was super upset. Oh yeah. She was upset. She was, she was not upset. happy because she thought a dynasty had died. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's true. Like, I think that bike has a disservice by being called the, the sports dress. Yes. I think that name is going to put people off of what it is because they're thinking about the classic Evo, like chopperish 49, like the, the, the sportster. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're thinking of that and thinking of like, that's the intro bike to Harley's. That's the thing you get when you can't afford the Harley you really want, but you want in the Harley club. Yeah. So you, you go want to get, wear the jacket. <laughs> so you go get a, you go get a, you know, a 48 horsepower sportster for $15,000. It makes a good noise you know, translates gasoline to noise. Like, right. Like that's the thing that Jixer bros make fun of is what she's thinking about as the Sportster. No, these, the Sportster S is on par with the Ducati monsters. It's on par with the Yamaha MTO ones. It's on par with the, the, you know, the KTM Duke, Duke 900s. Yeah. It's, it's a, Sport bike made for people who like cruisers. Yeah. You said, I believe your words were, it will eat this bike, which was the lowrider. Yeah, the lowrider. breakfast, which, lunch, which and is, dinner. For reference, 117 cubic inch engine. 1,900 cc's. Right? Like, it's it's a monster motorcycle. Yeah. It, it will eat Dale's eluder in 
straight line power torque everything for breakfast. A twelve it, a twelve fifteen. It will it will eat that. It will eat my our, our brother Travis's Yamaha Raider for breakfast. It will give Rosie a run for its money. Maybe even take it off the line. Yeah. That sports terrace. Puts I think it'll dick. take the legs too. That's the thing. It'll take it, it off the line and then maybe not in the mids, but it will take it in the length. Like it will, I think. No, that's, that's Sportster S, if you're riding it right, will put that lowrider ST's dick in the dirt so hard that it becomes what, circumcised. What I'm saying, when it comes to the Valkyrie though, when you said oh, it would the Valkyrie. off the line, oh, it would no. eat the Valkyrie? 100% it'll eat the Valkyrie for breakfast. Yeah. Like that, it will eat Rosie for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Not, not even an... Anyway, it'll still be hungry. <laughs> and it'll still be hungry. Yeah. Like my my supercharged six-cylinder baby that I love so much just has nothing for that bike. It, it reminds me of that baby off of uh, The Incredibles with the laser eyes, the fire thing, and invisibility and all that. Like every single superpower all yeah, together. All, this, all the Just straight OP. Just fucking annihilate everything. Yeah. So I said I would buy that bike, um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep it as it is. Oh, no. Right. I mean, but for comfort, I mean, for, for practicality reasons, right? Yeah. Because the difference between it and the Nightster is the comfort for me. Like you said, the, the Nightster stylistically fit me better. Yeah. I looked better on it. That makes well, sense. The peanut tank, the, just just yeah, little right? things. Like it's, that it it's a, it. it's, the, the Nightster is more of a classic Sportster look. Yeah. It's more of a classic look. It looks like my intruder does, like it, in, in a way, right? Like it's it's more modern and plastic, but it's... It's a classic Harley motorcycle silhouette. Yeah. The the Sportster was more of like a tracker, like sort of brute sort of thing. But what I would do to the to the Sportster to make it my own and make it a bike I would live with day to day would be a windshield, like a, a slipstream windshield on the front. Not even a fairing. Just yeah, a, yeah. a tinted kinda, windshield. Kind of what the they front. had on the uh the Nightster. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would change the mid controls or the forward controls to mids. And I would give about, I would put a bar on that would give me three to four inches of height on the handlebars as well as uh, a seat. Like, I mean, these are a lot of, these are a lot of mods, right? Like that thing is basically, it's, it's as bare bones as you can possibly make that motorcycle for accoutrements other than electronics. Yeah. But if you could give it a rear seat, which there are many nice rear seats out there for it, so that a passenger could be on it, um, and then change this foot position and the hand position and a little bit of wind protection, that is a bike that I could ride forever. Like, I didn't want to ride it the second time because I wanted to try the Nightster again. Yeah. Again, gave it up for the guy that was looking for the sale. <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. So I tried the Nicer again, and this time I rode it differently. Like the first time I rode it, it was just me playing with horsepower. <laughs> yeah. You know, just being <laughs> right. Like that, yeah. that was all it was, I was about that first ride. The second ride, I was like, what does this bike feel like for using, using? What does it feel like to be cruising at low RPMs? Yeah, at 130. Yeah. What does it feel like to, uh, to, to not be, not be riding it like a hooligan, but riding it like a normal person who's using their bike every day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is pleasant. This is very pleasant. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, uh, an impractical feeling motorcycle, like the engine wise, like if you're not, if you're not wanting to ride it like an idiot, 
You don't have to. And 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 you did that in sport mode, I believe. In sport mode. Like I could yeah. put it into touring or rain mode and dial down the aggressiveness of the throttle response and all that stuff. Yeah. And that would make it even more normal, you know, for riding. But it would have all that power for passing and playing in the twisties and stuff like that. So if you could just make the accoutrements around it a little bit more... Uh, practical practical yeah then it would be it would be one of those mount rushmore motorcycles it's huh. a bold statement yeah but again i guess that's what the pan america is and that's why the pan america is so successful is because it's got that engine in it plus luggage plus passenger plus wind, yeah wind protection all that stuff right because but the thing is, the Pan America looks so dorky, right? It like, does. I it's would. A, it's a dorks bike. Adventure. I'm sorry, but adventure riders. They are dorks. the. They are the pocket protectors of bikes. <laughs> Which is fine. Just be okay with that. Yeah. Just be, it's, it is it's cool. We're cool. They're with amazing. You. All okay. Even even the most gay, little weakest adventure bike is probably more powerful than most of our cruisers. Let's yeah. just admit that. Yeah. They're made technically. Yes. They're made technically for technical. Technical minded people. Yes. And of all those, the Pan America looks the best. Yeah. It really does. It does. Of the dork bikes, this is the coolest. V Strom looks like a sack of garbage. The BMW just looks overthought and too. It, it's perfect. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. BMW made a perfect. Technically. A technically. technically perfect bike, but it doesn't. To but me, it's it, fucking it, boring. Yeah. It doesn't speak to anything in my soul. Yeah. Um, the KTM. A little bit cooler. They look like they look like a transformer that's in mm-hmm. that's halfway between transforming, <laughs> right? Like that's, that's that's how I would there describe of, it. There is one. Of, there was one of those there today. Yeah, uh, you know. But the Pan America is that's the nicest. That's the nicest adventure bike aesthetically for me as somebody who loves cruisers. Yep. It's, but still, it's that is a bike that I would never buy, and our buddy John. Loves it. Yep. That's his style. Yeah. He would he would get it again, I'm sure. I would never buy it. The sports dress, given those couple changes that I, that I suggested making, which there's aftermarket parts for, yeah. would 100% fit my mentality and yeah. feel and comfort and yeah. all that stuff. That being said, which one would I take between the Nightster and the Sportster? Like, Right off the showroom floor, like this is what I'm As living is, with for five years. It would be the Nightster. Yeah. Even though it's less powerful, it's still super powerful, but it, the, the Sportster is almost too much. It, in all, it, I know this sounds super limp dick to say that, but the Sportster <laughs> is almost too much for what it is. The Nightster, it has so much power. But it's in a way that makes more sense for a daily commuter or the bike to zip around to the bar or something to to do all that with. Plus, it's quite a bit more comfortable and you could put a sissy bar on it. Like, it's already got passenger seat, all that jazz. Yeah. You could make that thing into a Dynabro bike with with maybe a 400 bucks of add-ons. Yeah. That's it. It's a great idea. All right. So. Let's move on from those bikes. Let's jump to, okay, Road King, again, like I said, great yes, bike. Yes, your hero I've, bike. I've, I don't even need to elaborate anymore. I think no, no, I, you I do. I think I said enough on it. You do. 
I'm curious because that that bike was 100% naked. Like you, there was there was, nothing. There was, there was no, bags, no windshield there was bags. There stock was bars, stock mini, pipes. mini apes, not drag bars or, yeah. or beach bars. Mini apes. They were kind of mid rise on you. Yeah. There's no fairing whatsoever. Yeah. How were you for comfort on that motorcycle? Arms are a little bored. I I, I definitely would go higher. For, for handlebars. For handlebars, I would have gone. What, higher. what about wind blast? Great. Yeah. I uh, yeah, it was fine. I it, it was actually better than the sports dress. We were getting hit with the same wind all day. It didn't change. It didn't calm down. We just realized where we needed to stand in order to not be in the wind, which was not against the wall. Yeah. And so I'm like, when I hopped on that bike, I was worried I was going to be just clawing at it because no windshield. It was great. It handled exactly how I wanted it to. The power mm-hmm. was right where I wanted it to be. How was the seat for you? Fucking great. Just, I was worried that I was going to be sitting a little bit too high because that's something that I noticed with Nick's bike. Nick has one, mm-hmm. had had one. Nick's got an, an older I road king. I know it's, it's older. A tw- it's a, tw- it's a what, 15-year-old road king. But it's still a road king. And when I sat on that one, I really felt like I was on top of the bike when I rode it. And then I rode this one. I felt like I was in it. I was part of the machine. And that's something I love about most cruisers. And this one, its seating position was really good. Could it be better? Yes. But that's $1,500 for a seat. Could the bars be better? Yes. But that's six, $700 for a good set of bars and cables and all that stuff. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Pipes. Those are. Yeah. Okay. Every, but that's the thing. Nothing more useless than a set of Harley pipes. <laughs> okay. Before we move on to more motorcycles, let's talk about pipes. <sighs> okay. So being being the, the bikers we are, we spend a lot of time at group rides, um, a lot of time around around cruisers, around, you know. Cool, uh, the club scene. Pack rides, clubs, and stuff like that, right? Like, you know what a Harley sounds like, yeah. right? You know what guys' bikes sound like. Like people put on these pipes, they've got this wonderful deep <laughs> to it, right? Like yeah. it just, it, it's a magical, it's a magical sound. Yeah. I and identify people by the sound when, of the pipes. When you, hear, when you hear a group of Harleys like in the distance pulling up, right? Like it sounds like thunder in the distance. Like it's, it's a, apart from the guys that have like the, straight open pipe that like to fucking bang their bikes off of the rev limiter and and just be the guys from the South Park episode. <laughs> Apart from those douchebags, you know who you yes. are. Yeah. <clears throat> Own it. Own, Own it. it. Apart Here from those are. guys, the Harley with a good set of, of moderate pipes produces a magical rumble. Yes. That is distinctive and you can hear and it's it's music to my ears. But it it is present, right? Yeah. So when we pulled up today, we pulled up right after the first pack on, went on we a couple out. metrics. Yeah. So we pulled up on a couple metrics, and you know, in our bikes, they don't sound like Harley's, but they're still loud, and they still yeah. sound like cruisers. It's crazy how different you know brands can sound different. Oh yeah. When we pulled up, we had the loudest bikes, <laughs> right? Yep. Like all a group of twenty Harleys pulled into the parking lot near us, and we're used to hearing, yeah, and, and feeling it kind of like, like 
like a bass amp, yeah. kind of like at a concert, sort of like just you, like, you stop talking. Yeah, you, you, you instinctually stop, stop talking you because you feel it you rumbling. Know you're not supposed to yeah. be able to hear. You each can other. you can feel your diaphragm moving from the 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 low yeah. frequency bass from it, right? Because words words are no longer mean anything because they're drowned out by yeah. the joy of a motor. So, with these stock brand new Harleys that rolled in. Like I said, 15 bikes from that group rolled in all at once on the parking lot. And all we heard was. That's even too loud. I can hear it in my headphones. (laughs) It's more like. like, It was the strangest thing. It It was was, so. Do you know what's the really funny thing? When they're like, everyone rev your motors. And like, like everyone waving that, like the people in charge of this shit. Yeah, they're like, like trying to get everybody hyped. Like, hyped rev up? Your, like rev your you engines. You can't get hyped up with stock bikes. Yeah. And all you hear is <laughs> 30. Like, because at that point, both groups I were didn't, together. No. Yeah, right? and I was like, no. No, I refused. Yeah. I know the, you did, but you were like hoping that it would make I was hoping. No. When, when I was riding the Nightster, its engine and air intake made a lovely sound. Oh, yeah. Like, it was very aggressive and mechanical. I could hear it more than the exhaust by a yeah. lot. When I rode the Sportster, I guess I could hear the same engine noise, but I could hear a bit more bass note coming from the pipes, which was nice. They both still need pipes. But yes. uh, the, the Lowrider S, hardly a sound from the pipes. Yeah. The only bike that I was on that sounded remotely like a Harley was the Fat Boy. And you hated that, it. Yeah. I hated it except for the fact that that was the one bike that had more bassy note to it, even though it was so muted that it was ridiculous. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to the bad, the bikes right. we didn't like. So again, Road King, stylistically long-term, I would love that bike. I would get that bike. You throw a quick, a quick clip windshield because if you're going to tour, you need a windshield. You need something to bring it off your chest to mm-hmm. some degree. And or or bat wing or whatever that you can quick clip again, not affect that gorgeous headlight. I love it, yeah. stylistically. Yeah, if you're that is the okay, coolest thing. If you're a Road King owner, I'm gonna say this right now, and I'm gonna whisper it into the microphone so it's right in your ear. Don't put a bat wing fairing on it. You ride a Road King, not a Street Glide. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! If you want a Street Glide, <laughs> buy a fucking Street Glide. I agree. I agree. Can we just agree? Everybody should stop ruining Road Kings with Street Glide fairings. If you want a Street Glide, buy a fucking Street Glide. Yeah. No, 100%. What what the fuck are you doing? There's guys like me who love the look of a Road King. You're like, do you know what would be great if this didn't look like a Road King? If we just turned it to a different motorcycle. (laughs) 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 Come on, guys. Like, yeah, I know know that (sighs) that these Batwing fairings do something. Yes. But man, these aftermarket bathroom fairings don't do what the stock ones do. No. They don't. I've used them. They are a pipe dream and they are snake oil. Yeah. So stylistically, I love the Road King. If if I was gonna be practical, I'd get the the low rider. I would, if I was gonna be mm-hmm. practical. But I but love But if you were gonna stay true if to If I your... was gonna stay true to my soul, the Road King is where it's at. Mm-hmm. And it, it did. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. Again, bars, exhaust, and... So the, the thing anybody that buys a Harley that ever changes would be the things you change. Right? Yes. It's yeah. pipes and that's, bars. That's it. 
and th- and that's fine. Everyone <clears throat> yeah. should be okay with that. If, if an engineer out there is like, I designed those, well, fuck yourself. It's like, well, you're you have a useless job. Then. You you have if been you if you want to be somebody who knows your job was pointless. Install the person who designs and installs Harley exhaust. Yeah. I, I get why they have to there because yeah. there's government, there's government restrictions Yes, that they cannot sell bikes that sound amazing. Like what you want your Harley okay. to sound like. Here's something that they're doing in Newfoundland right now. Newfoundland says that you have to have stock pipes on your bike, on your bike. If Harley could do Newfoundland a favor and sell a bike with aftermarket pipes that do- don't suck donkey balls. I'm sure every one of our Newfie bros would appreciate that a lot. Yeah. And be like, look, they say Harley on the side. This is the pipes that they come with. You're shit out of luck. This is what we bought. Yeah, and this is what you sell. No, no. Look, this is what they come with. This is not an yeah. option. It's what they come with. Yeah. They would love you because man hard. The government's getting stupid there. Mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, Road King, great. Okay, so I love it. We're through the bikes that we loved. Now let's talk about disappointment. Disappointment, because there were. In all honesty, I I know it sounds like we've been fawning over it, which we have been. Just sitting here drinking the drinking Kool-Aid. the Kool Aid. But I personally had a bike that I did not care for at all. That yep. I would not. I would not switch the current bike that I have for it. You know, like yep. it's, I mean, other than the fact that I could trade it financially, I would still make that trade, but not to ride it. I would be like, okay. To sell it and buy it. If you're literally going to trade me my stupid, you know, Intruder 1400 for this brand new fat boy, I will take it. But Flog on, it. But <laughs> only to trade it in at the dealership for the bike I really want. Yeah. That, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would not ride it because I hated it. Yeah. Now, that's the fat boy. If you're if you're wondering that, yeah, you had the fat boy. And w- w- what were you expecting? Were you just okay? I th- I okay. really do feel like it was at the point in the day where so, you're like, I want to hop on a bike. No, no, no. That was actually one you that actually I wanted I, str- to. I strategically chose that one because I rode. So I wanted to ride the unHarleys, the the anti Harleys, the Nightster and the Sportster. Yeah, I wanted to ride the Harley I knew I was gonna like, which is the ST. Yeah. Like a, the the the, ag- the aggressive midpoint between naked bike and touring bike. Yeah. But I wanted to try a traditional Harley. I wanted to try a traditional design to see what I would think of it if if my impressions of it would be right or wrong or like what you know what it would be like. So I was like, okay, Fat Boy is classic Harley, yeah. right? Like that is that's. It's it's Fat Boy. It's, it's the it's, Fat Boy. It's the Fat Boy. That's an icon. It's an icon. They named it of after Harley a culture, bomb, right? Yeah, it, yeah. They named it after one of the nukes that they dropped on Japan, yeah. which again was it's problematic, it's problematic, but very, <laughs> but very clever in considering, the best way possible. Considering the war of cruisers they were in in the eighties to try and and. The nuke these, these Jap new bikes. Japanese bikes that were coming and performing better than them. Yeah. You know, like they were like, no, well, nothing here's says America, nothing fuck says yeah. America and fuck Japan. Then a boy named after one of the nukes we dropped to end World War II, right? Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's problematic, but clever. Yeah. Well done. I, I appreciate and that. It's, <laughs> it's been around forever and kudos to them for not ever changing that name. Yeah. Like, still. Still to this day. But I hopped on it and... 
I mean, we'll just get one thing out of the way. The engine is still beautiful. It's the Milwaukee 8. It's a 114. It's, there was nothing wrong with the engine. It was the same one that was in the lowrider, just with four less cubic inches, which is marginal. Yeah. In fact, I even felt it had better torque than the, than the lowrider. But the chassis and everything that went along in the design and layout of the bike was awful. Like it, like boring, or what? What do you mean by awful? Okay, let's start with cornering. Okay. Within the first corner, like you know, because we did the same route um, for for all the bikes, right? Which could be considered boring, but I appreciate it. I appreciated it because it gave you something to compare each bike to, like yeah. slot for slot. So in the parking lot, every other bike where I made a corner specifically tight. You know, like the way I did it with each of the bikes, which is exactly how I do it with my bike or both of my bikes. I couldn't do it with that bike. I, I understood, I understeered, right? Oh, really? It couldn't make the corner the way I, I, I ride all my bikes. Uh, the, 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 whatever it is, as far as the rake, chassis, whatever was, it just, it understeers, it understeers. It, it, did, it didn't do what you thought it should yeah, be doing compared it, to all everything else. Yeah, it. It reminded me, as far as handling, like Nick, Travis, and Bam's old Yamaha Roadstars. Oh, ooh, that's a low blow. Yeah, it, it it was garbage handling, garbage handling, and the the wind blast on it was brutal. What did it have a windshield in that one? No, it no. had no windshield. Okay, right, but neither did the Sportster S. Neither did the Nightster. Right, yeah. so like I was on that, and it it literally felt like the wind was hitting my stomach yeah. and then blowing up, like up me, like through my, through the length of my torso and getting underneath my helmet. Oh, it was awful. Like the wind blast on that bike was huh. brutal and the wind had actually died down at yeah. that point in the day from what it was earlier. Yeah. It, it was so uncomfortable. It wanted to suck my helmet off the entire time. That sounds horrible. Yeah, um, the, again, engine, great, but that wasn't what it was about. The handling, the comfort, the, the, the foot position, like it all felt super awkward and it, it felt like what the Jixer bros, once they take the penis out of their mouth, out of their mouth, complain about Harley's being. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, it's like, it, oh. It, it give it gives them a point, not just a suck on. Yeah. Like it's, it's what you think of when you think of you know, of something that looks nice, but doesn't perform. That's the bike. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I got off it. I was like, I don't like it. Didn't care for it. Wasn't comfortable on it. Didn't handle. And, um, wasn't it, it was boring and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that that's, that's the best I can say. Yeah. The, the only, the only high point about it was the engine in it that is shared with every other bike on the lot. <laughs> yeah. Now, for me... You were riding the Breakout that ride. The Breakout. I was actually looking forward to it. I've ridden Breakouts. Well, mm-hmm. they're a little older, but there's, I've still ridden a Breakout. Yeah, which is a... It's a beautiful bike. Beautiful one of the one bike. of the, the nicest classic-looking bikes on the lot. I didn't like it. The mirrors were useless. Mm-hmm. 100% useless. Like, my arms are... Like, the, the, the bars are punched out in a way... That make it so your arms are flat against it, but 
but then in order to look out your you need to be moving your you arms need, you need every, to bend, your, you need elbows to bend in. your elbows in just so you can look out the mirrors just so that they're doing something looking behind you the only other bike i've ever had to do that on is the crotch rocket we had the the honda cbr yeah and so there was that there was the airbox like the intake on that thing i was constantly hitting my shin against it just every few minutes it would ping 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 i was like this thing is so annoying. Mm. It was a 117, so 1,900 cc's. Yeah, same engine that the Lowrider S has. That the Lowrider S. And it would get to speed really quick. And then... And then gas out? No, it's just boring. I'm oh, like, okay, I'm, okay. I'm there. Like, I'm, Interesting. I'm, it just felt okay. right. It felt okay. perfect, I, I gotta, but I'm I gotta, bored. I got to ask, what is the difference in the power delivery between the the Lowrider S and that? Because Immediate. They're, they're the same engine... They are the same engine, the exact it same powertrain. So what's the difference? It, it really did feel more immediate, but I, I do feel like the, the stance made a big difference on how you felt about the power. Because the stance on the, uh, the low rider was a little more aggressive, a little more, you know, in your face. Like, okay, we're ready to do something. Where mm-hmm. this one was like, okay, you're at speed. This is where we're at now. And that there was no changing legs. There was no moving anything around. This is just where you were. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I'm bored. But maybe it was, a, it's like having a really good scotch after having five whiskeys. Okay. Was no, I, no, 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 no. That's because what my question you, was. you came off of the the Road King before yeah, I went going on, on that one. That's right. You So you came off of, of a bike that actually had a smaller engine. Yep. So it's not just coming off of other bikes and being like, "Oh, that was that was a fire breathing dragon sport bike." Now no. let's hop on this. I, I went on. You, you I came went off from of a smaller, smaller Milwaukee Eight to the bigger Milwaukee Eight in that package. Yeah, and I was bored. Didn't like it. I didn't like having to loop, move my arm every two seconds. So I ne- it would need our. It would need apes. Yeah. It would. And I didn't like the headlight. You see, with that one, they have a um, a, a flat headlight that's inside. And so you see your front tire, you see everything on the front. You don't see your headlight. You see nothing up front. It just yeah. felt weird. I'm like, oh, I know there's a headlight there, but I don't like it. There was nothing to the front end of it. And the thing is, I've watched other people ride that bike. I was riding right beside the guy who was riding that bike right before that run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that fucking looked badass. Because it does. Okay, it the guy, looks the guy so that cool. was riding that bike that time, like, uh, the guy's name was Neil. But uh, he was this long, gangly dude. I'm long was... and No, he made <laughs> yeah, you no, look he, come back. That's right, yeah. And so, like, when he was on these bikes, he looked like a spider that had, like, crouched <laughs> down on it and was, like, riding this badass Harley through the gates of hell. I don't know why, he, but he, he... does look that way. He, he Yeah, he looked like some he sort of com- combination of the him. Grim Reaper and a spider. <laughs> like, it yeah. suited him to a T. Yeah, it did. But it did not suit you to a T. No, I didn't like it. There, I, I don't know, uh, I didn't... Don't know how I looked on it because, I mean, you looked fine, but not like you did on the Road King or not like you did on the Lowrider S or the Sportster. In fact, of all the bikes, you looked the coolest on the Sportster. Really? Yeah. That's like, I get told that, but I'm like, oh. A hundred percent. Like you, you looked like a menace on that thing. Like it was. <laughs> I it, felt like I could have had a lot of fun. Like I, it, that was when it I gave learned. you aura. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I learned how how much we could get away with. I'm like, uh, how much can yeah. I do? Oh, that's another thing to point out. Like we've been on on demo days before with, yeah. with Honda. Now that was a while back, and maybe in 2015, 2016. 
Yeah, 2015. Yeah. And then we we had done a couple of years ago, we had done another Harley one. Oh, you did a Harley one. I oh, was that's there. right. I missed the actual you, you demo You were there on your way back from a trip from to see your parents. And drop off my children. Yeah. So you weren't able to actually participate. You just I didn't know it was happening. It. You said hi to us in the parking lot. I hung out. I hung out. I didn't yeah. just say hi and so go. I, I did that run. And that run was really boring. We had a much more boring route. Yep. And it was so much more controlled. Like they kept the pack together. Oh, really? And they, oops, you. That, uh, that was me. Okay. I slightly touched yeah. it. They kept the pack together and they kept it at speed limit. Today, we did not do that. <laughs> like, no. Sorry if I'm outing you guys. But today, the guys that were running it, like, gave us room to play with these things, to yep. ride it at 130, 140. Like, the pack got split up, and they didn't worry about stopping to let everybody catch up so you can ride as a unit going yep. slow. Like, so if you got caught at a red light, like... It was on you. It was on you. Somebody did get a ticket. Somebody did get a ticket and it was their fucking ticket to pay. Yeah, right. Exactly, right? It was on you. So, I mean, it was like normal. For us, it was like normal play. Yeah. And so, yeah, we actually got to stretch these things out and play with them. So, it was the most fun. We we, we did have to manipulate. We did. They didn't let us all the time. They were like, hey, come on. Because we gave them a lot of space. (laughs) That's fair. But it was the most consistently fun Yes. Demo days I've ever been on. They they did their best, I believe, to give everyone the opportunity to actually play. To like, actually hey, use the bikes. Demo it. De- yep. how, how Treat it like you would treat your own bike, unless you treat your shit like crap. <laughs> yes. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was good. Man, I, I actually... I, 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 uh, I got the front wheel of that sports dress off the ground at one point. Oh yeah, you felt I I, I thought you did. I'm like, oh did he? I couldn't tell because Oh yeah. Like it was we came off of off a corner and I was in second gear and I just I gave her the rev and then sh- no, oh sorry, first gear cuz first gear's long. Yeah. And then quickly shifted to second and just at the sweet spot of the power band and the front end came up. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that oh, was, that's that awesome. That was a boner moment. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fat boy, disappointment. Yeah, breakout, so, breakout, disappointment. disappointment. And a then annoyed. after we were done, we decided to go sign up for one last ride because yeah. the last ride of the day actually didn't have the whole. It didn't have the whole docket filled. We had time. Yeah, we had time. So I decided to revisit the nightster, although I didn't get to you, so I went back on the sportster. But you tried a motorcycle you weren't really expecting to ride. You no, went on. Is... You went on the street bob. Yeah, street bob. It was fine. Yeah. So was that just kind of like the middle of the road bike yep. for the for the day? Yeah. Like the medium. That was the, this the, is the standard. This is what you would get if you wanted a bare naked, half decent motor like, with a Milwaukee. Yeah, the Milwaukee the mil- eight, like it the was one hundred fourteen. It had great. it had mini apes. The same. The, in fact, I think it had the same rise apes that were on the Road King. Yeah. It was great. It was but fine. it had a smaller package. Uh, smaller package, skinnier front tire. Yeah. There there was just many things to it. But it was so a, it, it was the most middle of the road bike that I okay. rode so the, the whole day. The one with the least character. The le- yeah, yeah. If you were to see it in a parking lot, you wouldn't be able to describe it because it just it looked like a motorcycle. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It like I had nothing to complain about. I'm like power was good, uh, handling was good. Like it was great. I'm like this. Yeah, but it didn't have any features that jumped out to you no. as oh this is good like the low rider did. But it also like didn't the... have anything that really fucking irritated me. That's yeah. what I like because that's the thing. The breakout had things that irritated me. This one had nothing that irritated yeah. me. So if somebody literally gave you one of those bikes, you'd I'd be, be happy. like, 
Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Great. It was great. I'm like, it's 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 fine. Yeah. I'm not mad. It so has good power. Was, it had good controls. It had good wind protection. It had a small windshield. Didn't yeah. even have that much. But it it did everything well. Yeah. So was that just a victim of after of being after the bikes that yeah, really stood I out to you? I think so. Like if you had if you had hopped on that bike as the first bike of the day. I think it would have set a different standard for the other bikes. I think it would have been like, okay, this is baseline, which maybe if I was smart, I would have done that. I would have started on something that was a little more middle of the road. But no, yeah. I went to the Sportster S right off the fucking hop. Because I <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right, right off the off the hop, you went to the gnarliest <laughs> bike on the track. <laughs> yeah, nothing quite like fucking a supermodel to figure out what the other girls feel like. <laughs> Oh, that's sorry. Uh, sorry, but that is the perfect. That's the perfect analogy. Like that <laughs> is that bike right there, is the crazy. It's the crazy fling you have that you don't want to introduce your you're, your you're sister not, you're not or home mom. To your mom. Yeah, you're not taking home to your mom. Like this is the one that you're like on for a wild weekend. Yeah. And is probably going to divorce you and take half of your money. You're just like, ah, still kind of worth it. But it's it's not the bring home to mom, <laughs> marriage material. Yeah. Like, no, this is this is fucking fun. Yeah, I jumped so, on fucking fun. Yeah, real quick. The Sportster is the super hot crazy chick that everybody <laughs> loves to hate but loves to love. <laughs> Exactly. And, and, I, it's, and not, it's, I not a, ju- it's not a long-term I, solution for your life, but and fuck, I is that awesome. started on that. <laughs> That's how I jumped up. And so when I when okay. I hopped on the street, Bob, it was great. It's like that. Uh, it's, it's just great. It's, the Honda Civic, it's a great car. It has potential to do so much. The Honda Civic Type S. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a great car. If you don't like Honda Civics, Fucking, you're not paying attention. Oh, so it's it's like this blank canvas yeah. that you can turn into whatever the, whatever, whatever you, want. you want it to be. Yeah. It has potential every which direction. You, sh- you throw T-bars, yeah. you're good. You throw so a small little bullet fairing on it, you're good. You throw anything on that bike, you could have a lot of fun yeah, with it. You could make it a very cool custom motorcycle. Yeah. And, with, have, and have an amazing base to do it on. And no effort. Yeah. Okay. It was that, good. That's... That's actually a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Like in, in my books, like I know that's middle of the road, but it's middle of the road in the best way, not yeah. the eh. Yeah. No, it was not a eh. It was, this is good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Would I love Sweet. one for the right price? Yes. Would I go out of my way to get one? No. If I'm going to go out of my way, I'm going to get a road king. I'm going to get a, a mm-hmm. low rider. Okay. So here we are. Here we are to the final pick of the day. What is... What is the bike that you would walk home with? Oh, that's I'm a- gonna crunch ice while you think. Sorry, I'm being obnoxious. <laughs> I know because it's it, that I, is, that is I know, super. I know, okay, I know what is two between years. the two. It is between the lowrider and the road king. Mm-hmm. Um. Road King, but not that color. The one I was on was blue. Yeah, yeah. Not a huge fan. <clears throat> I still look great. It, l- it the, looked the, great. The billiard blue looked great. Yep. But yeah, it's not It's not you. It's not me. Yeah. But that bike, because so it, it there, edges. There, there's years of things I could do to it to make it cool. It wouldn't be as exciting in the long term, but it would be solid. It would be foundational to good rides. Yeah. Okay, so it, it edges out the low rider ST. Barely. 
barely, barely. based on based on long term yes lo- long term use not excitement yeah excitement actual like fuck this is gonna be fun right now that's the low rider mm-hmm. this it is it will be fun <clears throat> it will be fun the whole time I own it and I would love it for six years. Yeah. And then I'll want to be on a Road King again because I'll just want something a little more comfortable, a little more refined. I think there's something there's something unrefined about the the uh the low rider. Yeah. No, that thing as far as as far as a Harley goes, oh, pardon me, I hit it. But uh hit the microphone. Yeah, as far as a Harley goes, like it, that's a very aggressive motorcycle. Yeah. Like it's maybe it would have been different if it had uh floorboards that were lower and that, further forward. But at that but point, it, at, that point no longer... at that point you're ruining the excitement. You're ruining the, the... canyon carving yeah. like insanity of it, right? So yes. if so... I was going to buy one bike mm-hmm. forever, like I'm I'm talking like for oh sorry, let's say twenty years. It'd Road be the King. Road King. If I knew that I was going to be getting rid of this one in six yeah, it it would be the it would be the street bob or the the low rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool. would be well, okay. How about you? All right, so walk away today. Walk away today was the nightster. Nightster. Yes. Even with all the talk about the sports dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sports dress is like you said, it's the supermodel. <laughs> like this is the porn star. This is the the thing that is going to be like an just you know an epic. Uh, Fun right now. Like sinful, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you dirty girl, you know you want it kind of kind of ride. Yeah, like the sports dress is the fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. But that's also the one that is going to break your heart. <laughs> I just, <laughs> and I legs. And, and, <laughs> and ribs. And ribs, yeah. Like, so yeah. I would actually have to do some things to decoolify it to make it my bike. Like yeah. I said, rear seat, mid-controls, taller bars, windshield. Yeah. Um, where the where Nightster. The, the Nightster, that one is bars. pretty damn comfortable right off the bat. I wouldn't even necessarily need bars. It would just be two inches more rise on the risers. Oh, yeah. So risers and pipes. And pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and, and that one too, like you can get, you, you can put on decent sissy bars because it's, like I said, it's got the classic, the classic bike silhouette. It's got a rear fender that has bolt-on studs yep. so that you can actually put on a tall sissy bar. You can strap shit to that. Yep. I love sissy bars you for do. the point of strapping like big bags and tent and all that stuff too. Yeah. It's, so it's got that. It's got the ability to bump up the bars. It looks more like a classic bike. Um, it's got amazing, like really, really fun power band that is not the kind that is going to automatically put you in the ditch or in the morgue or in jail cell. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, it's power is more than any of the cruisers, more than the, than the low rider as far as like zip in, in, in and stuff like that. But you had to really ride it aggressively to get to that power. Yeah. Everything before that is very, not tame, but very manageable, yeah. like in, in, in an easygoing way. So it could be easygoing or crazy as batshit crazy. Like, like as it's as crazy as you want it to be. It's as crazy as you feel like it being yeah. stock, 
like without any additives to it. And you can, and Harley always makes stuff to make your engines more aggressive. Yeah. Um, it had cruise control. It that was had, nice. It that had a, was nice. It had a bezel on it that made an amazingly comfortable slipstream. It, uh, yeah, it was, it was surprisingly fun, surprisingly functional, surprisingly comfortable. Its price point was the lowest of all the bikes. It is easily ten grand minimum cheaper than the Lowrider ST. Yeah. Which, you know, so for that for that amount of savings between those two bikes, you could put, throw a lot of you shit could throw onto a it. Lot you of you shit could put onto a stage it. four. You, yeah, I mean, I don't know even know if there is a stage four for that type of thing. But even if you just put the extra money into into the you know like a like a saddleman seat or a Corbin seat, yeah, to make it so it's a bit more for your passenger or sissy bar for strapping your your uh, yep. tent to and all that stuff. It's got all that plus it's that small, compact, sporty cruiser that I like riding, that yep. I love about my intruder, that I love about my Valkyrie. Even though the Valkyrie's big, it handles sporty. So it's it's got that element to it without being a land barge. It's quite a bit cheaper than the ST. It's uh, it's a neat, it's a, it's a neat look. It's not traditionally Harley. Like it's, it's got a whole bunch of stuff going for it. I think it's got its own character. And for the price point, it was the best buy on the lot. I just thought of something. Yo. We have wives. Yeah, yeah. What is your wife, what would your wife hypothetically think of a nicer compared to, the, the, this is a U-buy. <laughs> the nicer is a U-buy. The yes. Road King is a me plus possibly my wife. Yeah, yeah. It's got that's, that's so fair. much potential for <laughs> her being comfortable. And I know because we have a friend, John, who put his wife on the back and it was not comfortable for her. Yeah, yeah. And it would be even less so for Carissa. Yeah. Um, however. You're no, not getting like, rid of the Valkyrie. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of the Valkyrie, right? Yeah. Like that's that bike is a me to stay kind of motorcycle. It's got yeah. history with me. And in, I think in, just until it dies, it's probably going to be with me. Yeah. And that bike in itself is big, heavy, long with, it's uh, a cruiser. with a seat on it. It is a, yeah. tra- it with, is a traditional. Yeah. With a seat on it that is very comfortable for Carissa. Yeah. So I could easily part with the intruder for the sake of that Nightster. Yeah, and and I don't think I don't think you would miss the intruder over the nightster. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing, because that's the problem is you jumped off of a Electroglide onto the, or sorry, you jumped off Uh, the intruder onto the Electroglide, off the Electroglide onto a Valkyrie, and you're like, man, I wish I had something more nimble. I wish I I I had that. I missed having that nimble bike that was fit for me. Yeah, without consideration for you know, too much, but even that, like the, the intruder is something that my wife can ride on Mm -hmm. the seat that was on at stock. Yeah. That was that, that's a nod (laughs) to a passenger. (laughs) That's something you could carry your daughter or a little son on. Yeah. Or, or your wife across town. Like Mac would be fine on it for two years. Yeah. However, if you, I'm sure if you get a saddleman, for it or something like that. There would it be would, something it would have a bit more real estate. And I think for bopping around town or going for the half hour ride that she does anyway. Yeah, she doesn't go on long. Yeah, like Carissa doesn't come on me come with me on a bike for long periods of time. She's not 
up for it physically like, yeah. to spend eight hours on a motorcycle. No. And, you know, I've tried putting her on road glides. I've tried putting her on she's, electric glides and stuff like that. She doesn't like Not them. happy on a road glide. Yeah. That's, that's a touring motorcycle. Exactly. Your so, mother went across <clears throat> BC on a road glide. That yeah. road glide. That On that one, yeah. So it's one of those things where like, okay, unless I upgrade to, you know, basically like an Indian pursuit or an, an ultra classic or something with like, something with so much real estate back there that it's not the bike that I want. I don't want to ride one of those bikes. Yeah. Unless I upgrade to that, like long, long distance two up touring, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So why am I dreaming about, why am I dreaming about bikes that aren't the ones that I like to ride? Yeah. Okay. That, I, I guess I guess that's. You know, I didn't even take the wife in consideration in any of these decisions so far. I've been looking at me. At me, but you're the one that's riding, right? Exactly. So that's one of the things. Like if it's if it's something that I can take her on for an hour, maybe two. Yeah. That's the max that's going to happen on any bike. Yeah. So. Why not? Ninety-five. Yeah, literally ninety percent. Ninety-five percent of the riding I do is by myself or with my son on the back. Yeah. So. Yeah, 5% is the wife or the or the kid. Yeah. And honestly. some guys, even considering that, would still pick the big touring bike. Yeah. But that's not me. No. And that's and I, I didn't do it for the wife, the Road King. But no, that's literally that the bike that you have always wanted. And it and it, and when we, we came off to it, you said, meet your heroes. <laughs> yes. You were when so, I, so I was so happy. I'm like... That it lived oh, up to your thank expectations. God. I was so worried that it was just going to be straight dog shit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is great. It was so comfortable. Now, uh, yeah. I realize, are we, are we good? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. We've talked about all the bikes. We've simped enough for these new motorcycles. All right. We started this podcast with Don't Meet Your Don't Heroes. Don't Meet Your Heroes. And you know why we thought that? Because we got back on our bikes after this afternoon of riding these motorcycles. How far did we ride? Oh man, we rode, we rode, uh, four blocks, four blocks, four blocks. and we were depressed. I was sad. I was like, fuck this thing. If, I... <laughs> if you saw the Instagram <laughs> reel that we put out, the Facebook story that went on my wall, we weren't faking we weren't, those expressions. That, that wasn't sad. That wasn't a bait and switch. It was like, oh, we're going to use this. No, I was legitimately pissed off, pissed off, and s- depressed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if depressed is the right word, but it's the word that I can think of for how I was feeling in that moment. Yeah. I'm like, because like we we hopped uh, on, we hopped back on our bikes. We're like, all right, let's go for lunch. There's Popeyes chicken up there. Let's hit that. Let's hit book the gas into station. It. Yeah. And so I pulled out. I pulled out of that parking lot with every bit of intention that I pulled out every other time I was on one of those bikes. And I was like, my didn't my bike didn't so much accelerate. It didn't it, do anything. As much as it vibrated it enough that it proceeded in a forward motion. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like. I know. And I know. Your bike you felt the same way, right? Oh worse worse. Worse. And how much different were our bikes leaving as when we rolled in? <sighs> Zero different. Like these bikes ruined us. They were colder, slightly colder slightly. because they sat all day because we were riding all the other. That's it. And but, e- even even after that, yeah, it's like I was like, where where I was like, where's the horsepower? 
Where's the torque? I it I thought this was a torquey bike. Fucking nay, ruined nay. me. Nay, nay. Like, for all that that bike is, those new ones made it seem like it was a toy. I, w- I was jumping in the past. Yeah. You even said it. You were like, I'm, I'm worried about the quantum leap. And I was like, ah, it'll be fine. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a quantum leap. I'm f- like, fucking sad. Like I was my, mad my, and my bike sad. Was, and... Yeah, my bike was R&D'd in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> and and mine, it's, it's 20 years old. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so you remember, I mean, you guys listening won't remember, but Mike, you will. A couple of weeks ago, our friend Bam, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, yep. went to go see his grandmother uh, in, in, sorry, in Victoria. And he left his motorcycle like here. And he's like, hey, Devin, can you take my motorcycle to your place just so for the week that I'm gone, somebody's at least there to lay eyes on it every day. You know, that way if it gets stolen, you know, at least you'll be able to tell yeah. within hours instead of a week later when I show up at home. Yeah. He's like, and by the way, while I'm gone, feel free to use it all you like. Yeah. Like, go go for a ride. Take it on a road trip. I'm like, okay, I will. And you ripped it a little bit. Like, I, just, yeah. to, just to get to your place. And... Yeah. Yeah. You know, took it to my place, took it to his. But when it came when it came to, like, real riding for that whole week I was gone, I wanted to be on my bike. Yeah. I was like, freaking A. I hop on my intruder. Like, this is great. And like I said, this is, a like, a Milwaukee 8 big bore kit. Beautiful, fucking bike. It's beautiful, a fucking bike. Yeah, beautiful road glide special. But like, it didn't really do anything for me, and I was surprised about that. I was surprised that it didn't really do. I was anything surprised for you me. weren't on it more. I would have been like, on it. I I got I, feel like I got off of it, and I was like, you know, it's frustratingly good. Like I was like, I know this is a good bike, and I would enjoy it. And it, once I got on to go a road trip with it, I would learn to love it. But it didn't blow my mind. Yeah. Maybe because I've already been on that bike before, but like really, I just I wanted to ride my own bike. Yeah. But after today, I did not. I I wanted to kick my bike over and light it on fire. Yeah. I wanted to take my intruder, my beloved intruder, which I bought again after selling one. You yeah. know, and 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 I've been riding all year while my Valkyrie sits in the shed. Like this has been the bike I've loved this year. Yeah. Adored. I have had so much fun and good times on it. I just, I didn't even want to look at it. Yeah. Like every, was, every every flaw was amplified. Every flaw was amplified. It just, I was like, man, I want to get back on that Nightster. I want to get back on that Sportster. I want to get back on that Lowrider S so hard right now. Yeah. That, that, that's all I could think. Yeah. I was like, I, I said, where's my power? Where's my Where? handling? Where did it fucking go? Cause I, it was there before I showed up, but it was not there when I left. Like yeah. when we were on our way. It's to... like somebody do tuned it while we were, <laughs> while, we were like, while we were on the rides. Fucking sneaky Harley bastards. <laughs> They detuned our bikes that's while we were away on the trip. We should sue. Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> that's genius sales technique, though. Fucking sneaky and 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 greasy as all get out, but genius. But you know, I mean, like we were riding, like, and I know you you alluded at the front end of this podcast, you're riding at half capacity. That's not because of you physically, no, but it's because of the tire on your bike, right? Like yeah. you put a car tire on it, a cheap one. It- it's and not going, it's it's just, not going it's, as planned. Yeah, it's just too soft. So when you accelerate too fast or you hit a corner or a bump in the road, the sidewall flex causes you to have a speed wobble. Yeah. So you need to be very careful and ride 
I'm like, still riding better than most people. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that out there. I'm riding at half yeah. capacity, and but, I'm still riding better than But you are, most. yeah, like you said, you're like you're being twice as conservative as normal because you have to be in order yeah. to stop it from speed wobbling. My bike, I'm not having that issue. I can no. ride it as hard as normal, and there's several times today I, you, you know, fucking I, I, flew. I, I left. I left you behind. Cool. Yeah. Right? Like and I, I was like, went, yeah, I went to go do my own thing, right? Because I was playing with the bike, I wanted to. I wanted to feel my bike before going on these things, and I was. I had a shit eating grin on my face. I was like, "Man, my bike is fucking awesome." On the way there, my my attitude was, "Man, my bike is fucking awesome." Yep. The way back, I was like, "Fuck this bike." Can I handle payments on a low rider? <laughs> what can I do? Like, if I sell a kidney, no. Like maybe maybe I maybe I can sell Mac to somebody in Russia. Can you sell a testicle? Yeah, can you sell a testicle? You like, can. I, I know you can in Calgary, but you only get like ten grand or something oh, like that. For. I don't need mine anymore. Right? <laughs> but like is the attitude was so different, like going back. It it took me it took me until after we left Dawson Creek for my bike to feel even somewhat normal again oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. It just felt like work. It was so much work to, mm-hmm. to ride. To to get back on this bike and be like, so this is what I have here. <laughs> so so this is what I've become. This is the dog shit that I own. Yeah. This is this... my dog shit. <laughs> and I and it's no different than the bike that I rode there on, but the quantum leap was drastic. It hurt. It hurt. It was much more than I expected. Like the bikes there were more than I expected. The disappointment of getting back on my bike was way more than I expected. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I didn't think it'd be as hard. It was hard. Like this, this hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings, and like I'm at this point, I'm literally willing to go in debt for one of those fuckers. <laughs> yeah, <It's, laughs> I think that's where it's at. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am going. Your father doesn't listen. I'm going to be starting a new job, and one of the first things I want to do is going to like just, <laughs> just go get fucking. It's like this uh, is it. If I'm selling my soul to the oil field, I might this, as well soul this, sell the rest of me. Like at least there is this reward to come, right? Yeah, like it's it, it's yeah. save up as much as I can, as fast as I can. I will yeah. suck a mean dick. I will do it. <laughs> yeah. But before before I commit to being like one of these is in my future, there is a couple motorcycles that I want to try. Oh, what do you got? One is going to be the Scout Rogue. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Indian Scout Rogue. I want to try that one. It's classic. It's it's much prettier than either the Nightster or the Sportster today. Mm-hmm. But its power sits in between the two. Yeah. So it's, it's it'll be a different experience than, than either. Um, so that's one that I want to try before committing to one or two of those. And the Indian Chief Sport. The Indian Chief Sport. What's the Indian Chief Sport look like? It looks like the low rider except fort mounted fairing instead of uh, frame mounted fairing. Okay, so it's on the triple tree. Yeah. So okay. it's 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 uh it's a one sixteen cubic inch Indian Thunderstroke yeah. with uh ups down forks, like more sporty setup. Okay. But it's it's an Indian. Yeah. So those two are yet to be tried before I kind of commit myself to the future. Is it bad that the Challenger, the Indian Challenger has now been erased from my memory for that low rider? I don't think so. I mean, 
it's like a I, I, it's I a, used to like I was thinking, oh man, the Challenger is amazing, but it's after... it's a different bike. Okay, so if you were to hop on that Challenger, you would be there's I tons think, of real estate between the tank and the yeah, ferry. I think you'd be surprised with the engine characteristics. Hmm. It would be more like it'd be more like riding a road glide that feels like the Sportster S, like for power. Yeah. Because, like, uh, our buddy Steve just picked one up. Yep. And he texted me after coming off of, uh, like, a 116 Indian. Or did yep. he have the 111? He had a 111, I yeah, think. Yeah, he had the 111. He said, this thing is scary fast. Ooh. Like, scary fast. <laughs> and, and I mean, just looking at the numbers, like, it's a, it's a 107-inch liquid-cooled, uh, liquid-cooled, powerhouse engine like you know yeah, yeah. you know it's a, it's a smaller displacement so, then okay you know you know in but at the same distance though yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sports dresses smaller displacement by like oh yeah 30 cubic inches than the low rider s and still faster right yeah but you know how ryan f9 like yeah. described how different bikes make power and he was comparing the scout to the old sportster yeah and you know said like how like this both are 1200 cc's but one makes twice as much power 40 40 yeah sorry 40 percent more power that's the difference between the challenger and the 111 right okay because it's designed as a liquid cooled horsepower motor not a air cooled lazy torque monster right yeah so it's made to rev high it's made to rev strong it's made to make horsepower and made to rev fast yeah so it basically is like these modern super horsepower engines, but made in bigger displacement than than these ones, and put into a touring motorcycle. Huh. So it would be like the difference between. It would be like the difference between a twelve hundred Sportster and, and the Scout. Yeah. Except translated to road glide Challenger. Yeah. Okay. To put into put into perspective, it's not just it's not just a Indian touring bike. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a bike that contends with the Road King, and it would have to be the uh, the Indian Chieftain. Uh, Wait, do you mean the Chieftain, or do you mean the Springer? Because the Indian did a change of badging about uh, a year, like after. Pretty much, I'm I'm thinking about the Road King equivalent. Okay, so on the Indian that would be the Springer. Okay. That's so they like when when they came out when the Indian kind of came back they had the chief, which is yeah what you're thinking of, it's a but the, it, it, it's I, a classic it's a classic the rear fending yeah, on, it's fender a classic on looking classic looking bike with hard bags and like a naked front right it was yeah. a road king, they changed the chief to a more sporty smaller different chassis everything the different except for the engine. Yeah. And they added in something called the Springfield, not a Springer, Springfield. Okay. Which took the place of that initial chief line. Okay. I so if you're, look at it. So if the you're thing going is, to they look have at... the Dark Horse Chieftain, which yeah. had no bags as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah. that rear fender looked wrong yeah. to me. So the Springfield took place of that, but okay. they, have hard, they have hard rear bags. Okay. Yeah, that one I would love to try. I would love to try it, but that being said, it's, it's hard to just displace the king. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, and again, like that, like, I mean, for us living in Fort St. John, British Columbia, they're the only bike dealership is the Honda one. 
And even that, it's a, I guess if we have to sell motorcycles, we will sell a couple. It's for cars and it's for dirt bikes ATVs and ATVs. And, yeah, That's what that dealership shit. is for. Yeah. They don't, they don't give a fuck about motorcycles no. at, our, at our Honda dealership. Even the F, it, like any place in town that sells motorcycle parts, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about when yeah. you start talking cruisers to them. So to us, the closest motorcycle dealership is Harley and Grand Prairie. Yep. Beyond that, it's Edmonton. Because even Prince George doesn't have one. Even though they're twice oh, the size of us. right. They, they are, no like, longer have a Harley dealership. They no longer have a Harley dealership. So the closest to us is Edmonton. After that is Kelowna or Kamloops. Yeah. And then is Langley and Vancouver. And it's still Harley. Yeah. And, the, and so the closest Indian dealership to us is Kelowna. Yeah. So really like if you're going to pick between one of the two, if you have warranty work to do, do you want to ride 12 hours to get to the dealership that you need to bring your bike to or two? Like, especially when it comes to trailering. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Indian next closest one, eight hours, eight and a half. Yeah. Like for me to choose the Scout Rogue over the Nightster Sportster at this point. Is six hours. Is. 12, 12. Yeah. Or or 12 more hours. Yeah. So like that's, that's something to consider. If you're going to buy a new bike that's probably going to need warranty work or maybe uh, recalls or anything like that, it is so much more of an investment to take the bike to that dealership yeah. as it is to just go to Grand Prairie. Like that, that's, that's huge in consideration. Yeah. And like it would have to be so much better than the Nightster to pick uh, the Scout. Yeah. Even though it's prettier. Like the Scouts are prettier. They, they're they're more they classic. Are. They, they are. They tuck in the they tuck in the the water cooled the water cooler pardon me between the between the, the front um frame in a hidden way. Like they the the engine looks nicer, there's no plastic parts on it. Like it in all honesty, it looks more premium than the two new Harley bikes. But, but are you gonna pay with your time? 12 more hours of travel. That means they're back mm-hmm. on top of... On top of it, yeah. On top of the two and a half each way, so five hours. So that's 17 hours or 16 hours, or what is it? No, sorry, five hours of travel when it comes to that stuff or 16 hours of travel there and back. Mm-hmm. And that's only to get your bike there and then back again. But if you, yeah, if if you can get it done in the moment, otherwise you have to drive it there come back, work for a while until they get their shit done, and then go there and come back again. Yeah, it would be a big deal. That's 32 hours of travel to get your bike work, your work done at, at Indian yeah. in for something Edmonton. For something that could be done for a quick trip to Grand Prairie. Yeah, or... And then hit, cost, and and hit, hit Costco. Costco. <laughs> yeah, like it's... You, you're, like it, yeah. Right now... Right now, as it, much as it pains me to say it, because up till now, I've always been a... I've always been a not Harley guy. I've always are we act- gonna talk about that? Yeah, I've always actively been a not Harley person, and so it's weird for me to be like, no, like for me, like the thing that is the most makes the most sense is to be Harley. Yeah. When previously it always meant the least sense. Yeah. Now, there's been this thing 
that Harley did for a long time. Harley owners. I'm sorry. Yeah, not Harley the company, not Harley the bikes, but Harley people the people that ride it. You know who you are. There was this thing for a long time of metrics looking down on Harleys and Harleys looking down on metrics. And everyone's like, oh, who started it? Really? You think about it. Who started it? Was it the metric guys who were trying to get on a motorcycle that is good? Yeah. And then Harley's looking down on them or them looking down on Harley's? Yeah. Who, like, who was first? So for me, for me, it was, I want to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, I got into this because it looked like fun. My dad got a cool bike. I was like, man, I want to ride with him. Yeah. And I had no money to spend. Like, really none. I had to make a deal with my dad <laughs> to work out a payment plan to get my first motorcycle, Was the, which was that first intruder, right? Yeah. Which only cost 4200 bucks. Still had to work something out. <laughs> Still had to work something out. That was what I had to do to get on a motorcycle. And that was the motorcycle I started the charter, like, like of the club that we did, right? Yeah. That was the one, like, I started on that back. And so often people were like, seriously, seriously, you're riding a metric? Like, what is this shit? Like, you need to be on a Harley. This is a girl's bike. Harley are for men. Right? And I was like, and like that attitude put me off it so hard. Oh, yeah. Like that that elitist attitude and not fun loving, not a fun loving ribbing. Even that though can get like fucking annoying. Yeah. But it wasn't a lighthearted ribbing. It was literal disdain. Yeah. Like you want to, like, do you want to, do you want people to love riding bikes or not? Do you want them to, to be on, to be on two wheels or to just be a cager for the rest of their life? Or to be a cager for the because... rest of their life because they can't afford to get a premium motorcycle or they have more sense than you do not to invest like 20% of their income into bike payments, like yeah. of their monthly income. Like it, it's. Hey, oh, here's something crazy. The elitist that you hate for driving a Mercedes Benz that makes you look like look down on you. You're that in the motorcycle world when you think Harleys are better than everything else. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you have become the thing that you hate. The, mm. the Mercedes, the BMW motherfuckers who yeah. look down on I'm not saying that everyone who does that and does that. To, and to be honest, <laughs> up until very recently, when you say that, you were talking out of your ass because every other manufacturer made a better motorcycle than Harley did. Yes. And that's like, the thing. Like, Harley... They've only recently risen to the level of their status. Yeah. I would have never felt this way two years ago, three years ago. Mm-mm. Nope. I've ridden... I'd ridden everything Harley made up until that point, and they were yeah. fine. It was good, but I'd rather be on my VTX 1300 from 20 years ago. Yeah, really. Like, honestly, rather be on, on our metric bike. That that gap has evaporated and been annihilated. Yes. Let, let's just be honest about that. Yes, I am willing to say that, but you're not willing to say that it took you fucking 100 years to get there. Yeah. It took you 100 years to evolve to the point where you could catch up with what the Japanese and the Chinese were doing. And the Italians and the British... Like, so, the British made a better motorcycle, <laughs> fuckers. Right. So it's it's one of those things where it was like that that elitist attitude was something that really put me off the brand. Yeah. Like if you want if you want to promote the brand you love, do it 
in love and with respect. Yeah. And people will will naturally be more inclined to want to be part of that culture. Because for me, you put it put me off it. it put, if it, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that I was in the motorcycle club culture, like I wouldn't be around. I wouldn't have stuck around the brand enough to get to the point where I'm at now, where I'm like, okay, now these bikes fucking rock. Yeah, like these new ones are legit. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, it was a, it was the culture of riders together culture of clubs the riding style all that that kept me in long enough for the bikes to catch up but if it was up to you guys and your elitist attitude and looking down and cracking jokes etc at me and my bike whatever which always run always fucking run i i would have said fuck you a long time ago and i never never looked back yeah so if you if you want if you want if you want more people to run harleys stop being a douchebag and and they will. You're yep. putting people off. For the one person that you will guilt and shame into the brand f- with your attitude, you're chasing away four more. Yeah. And 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 yeah. and I tell you, when we were riding to Grand Prairie today, and I've noticed this for the last six seven years, how many Harleys did we pass on the way to Grand Prairie today? And we passed a lot of bikes. We passed a lot of bikes. Um, I counted two. The rest were all adventure bikes. Yeah. The rest were all V-Stroms, BMWs, KTMs, Africa Twins. Yeah. Those are the bikes that are selling right now. Like, and even, even the Pan America sneaking into the market is not, it's not not a far. Like you guys are the minority now. Yeah. If you want people to love your bikes, and they're amazing bikes, you can get people on these Nightsters, these Sportsters, these Lowrider S's. You can get people on them, but you can't do it by being an elitist snob. Yeah. You get it by being like, hey, man, whatever. Two wheels, let's do it. Let's ride together. Have you checked out this bike? It's sick. I think you'll like it. It really performs. That's the thing. Try it. We've been sitting this whole this whole episode talking about how great Harleys are. We we I've ridden metrics my whole life. Yeah. I've ridden Harleys before. These ones have blown me away. So we're not sitting here saying that your bikes are shit. We're saying you as an owner, by treating people like shit, are chasing people away from a good product and a good community. Yeah, you yeah. are you are doing a disservice to yourself. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Yes, you make great yeah. products, but they're not going to think that looking at you, you motherfucker. Like yeah. they're gonna like, look and be like, oh, if my if the bike is anything like you are, I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's me. And you may think like, oh, well, of course a metric rider would say that. Shut, the like, fuck up. Sh- shut up, because eventually I'm getting a new bike, and yeah. it's not because of you. Yeah, and, and you might be pushing people away from that brand. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if it was up just to my gut feeling about what I want to associate with, I would pick the Scout. Yeah. <laughs> But man, these bikes are good. They <laughs> like, are good. It's they're good. In all honesty. And and stop saying that sportsters are girl bikes because that fucking girl bike will eat your shit. Yeah. Like they will they will destroy whatever you think you own. They are They are not monsters. They are not your uncle, granddad, grandma's whatever version of a sportster. No. They're they not. They're monsters. they're little fire breathing dragons. Yeah. They're Komodos. They're, you're like you think nothing of and they will <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they will put you on your ass. Yeah. I accidentally wheelied one today on a demo ride. 
All right. All right. We we I think we chewed the fat here quite a bit. We've been at this all day. Today has been all about content oh, and all about spending my wife's time with another. So mad. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. We're gonna go make love to our wives and then have an epic Father's Day. Um, God bless y'all. Yeah. Have a great day. <laughs>